Welcome to The Principled Podcast, brought to you by LRN. The Principled Podcast brings together the collective wisdom on ethics, business and compliance, transformative stories of leadership, and inspiring workplace culture. Listen in to discover valuable strategies from our community of business leaders and workplace changemakers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Season 5 of LRN's Principled Podcast. My name is Ben DiPietro. I'm the editor of LRN's ENC Pulse newsletter. You can find that on our website, lrn.com. Click on the Resources tab and click on Newsletter. We hope you can sign up. We'd love to have you. With me today is Eric Flesch. He is the CEO of Promigas, a Columbia-based oil and gas company. We are very glad to have him with us today. Welcome, Eric, and thanks for taking some time to join us. Hi, Ben. How are you? Thank you for this invitation. I'm very pleased to join this podcast with you and all your team. Good. We're glad to have you here. Tell our listeners a little bit about Promigas, what it does, where it operates, and uh, how long you've been CEO, and give us a brief rundown of your career path and how it's led you to where you are now. Promigas is, I would say, the, the largest public company, gas company in Colombia. It's listed in the stock market was founded 45 years ago and actually has operations in Colombia and Peru. We are a cluster of 20 companies that, let's say, report to Promigas, are part of the Promigas group of companies. And basically, we are in the transportation, the gas transportation and the gas distribution business, also in the power distribution and gas services on engineering, of, of course, uh, for gas uh, projects. So we are, let's say, a company that leads the gas market in the transportation and distribution business in Colombia. Promigas is based in the main office in Barranquilla, which is on the Caribbean, on the north coast of Colombia. But we have other offices uh, for our, our companies throughout the whole country. And of course, in, in Peru, in Lima, um, Trujillo, also we have uh, offices there. I joined Promigas almost three years ago. So I'm my background, I'm a civil engineer. I worked uh, many, many years in other industry, in cement. Some of those uh, years of experience uh, were in the U.S. And now I, uh, I'm back in Colombia, almost, uh, as I said before, three years ago, and leading this company. Interesting journey that you've taken then. Tell us a little bit about the values then that form the foundation of Promigas's culture. How do you yeah. instill these values in employees, especially new employees as they come on board? Yeah, Promigas, one of the main focus of the company is to have a very strong corporate governance. And as part of it, you know, we have our values, which are very important for every employee not only to understand what those means, but also to take them, you know, to take a lead of those. The seven values that we have in our company are integrity, solidarity, responsibility, commitment, excellence, and entrepreneurship. So every person has just not only to understand what each of those values mean, but also just they accept them, they declare like part of the company, as part of the company that they work in the day-to-day -day basis with those values. 
And of course, we, in our, in the way we perform, in the way we think, in the way we make decisions, those values are part of it. It's not only a theory that is in a, in a PowerPoint, it's something that is part of us, part of our uh, MBA. So every person in the company, which in total we are over 3,000 people in the cluster of 20 companies as part of Promigas, they take those values as part of, of each one of them. And in our decisions, in, a, in our day-to-day, just is part, it's natural part of, of, of our work. So we, we feel very pleased that this is the way we work. And we uh, periodically, twice a year, three times a year, we just train our people and we have some kind of, uh, let's say, training sessions or conversations where we refresh those values. So I would say proudly that everybody, all our people over 3000, they take those values as, as part of them and they take it for every decision and every performance we do in our company. So how important then is it uh, that the employees hear from yourself and the other senior leadership and the board about the importance of ethics and values and creating the culture of compliance, transparency and diversity that you're you know, aiming to do? It's extremely important. You know, leadership uh, is, means that, you know, the, the leader of the company, in this case, myself, has to in some way be an example about how to perform in the company. And I like to be very close to each one of our employees. You know, we, we have a plan to have a corporate video conference every quarter over 1,000, sometimes over 2,000 of our employees can join in, in our video conference where we share, you know, the results of our company. We share our projects, the way we think is uh, we are going to in the future, et cetera, et cetera. And also as part of these conversations are our values. And we like to listen to our employees. They ask questions and we are very open and we encourage to have a very close relationship with each one of our employees. That's the kind of management we deploy in Promigas every day. Why does the company then place such a high importance on ethics as not as many companies in Latin America seem to? And what types of investments do you make in your ENC program to ensure it has the capability and gravitas to enact the agenda that you're setting out? And how has this differentiation paid off for you on the business side of the operation? I would say Latin America, and especially Colombia, which is part of the Caribbean, Latinos, the Latino culture is uh, more informal. And and in some way, uh, if you compare that culture with uh, any other company in Europe or the U.S., the NDA of a person is definitely totally different. So, but we respect that culture, the natural culture of every person, but we don't negotiate and we encourage all of our employees, every employee to take the corporate culture. So we tell them, look, we respect the natural culture. We respect that you like, you know, to dance or you like to sing, you like to be outspoken, you like to, you know, be Latino, be Caribbean, that's okay. But 
regarding our corporation, we have a corporate culture, and this is what we like to be. And this is what we like just to work with you along, you know, the coming years. And those values are something that we invite everybody to take them. And we implement training sessions to make sure, you know, everybody understands, everybody agrees. If anyone has a question, we make sure through, let's say, tests, very uh, friendly tests on the computers to people to respond, case studies, etc., where we differentiate, you know, the way we should act, we should make decisions, we should perform. And we are very, let's say, uh, jealous or very, very strict that anyone, you know, has the perfect understanding of our ethic in the company. As part of our corporate governance, this is a key piece. You know, we are listed in the in the stock market in Colombia. Also, we issue bonds internationally. Two years ago, we issued some bonds in the U.S. very successfully. And as part of these results, as part of this culture, you know, our company is very well valued. And the payoff is that, you know, we we can just go and launch some bonds or launch some kind of, let's say, programs that the market takes, you know, because our company right now enjoys of a very high reputation as part of the ethics, as part of the corporate governance, which is very strong and is an example for any company in Latin America in the region. To that end, Promigas has been a longtime partner with LRN, and we've helped you conduct three cultural assessments over the past seven years. How has your company changed as a result of these assessments? What have you learned about your culture from these assessments that surprised you either in a good way or a bad way? You're right. In the last uh, seven years, we have had these those assessments and every time our results are better and better and better. That is very encouraging for us because we make sure that by having our people with a perfect understanding on ethics, a perfect understanding of how to behave in the company and understanding the corporate culture, this is for Promigas very, very important to let us just think internationally, as I said before, to do things like bonds issues and, and all those kind of things. So we see they paid off. And of course, by measuring the way we are progressing, we just adjust our programs just to keep that track of getting better and better results on, on those measures. Have you seen some changes in the, the questioning? Has it been the same assessment each time? How has that assessment part of it evolved, if you have? We have seen some adjustments and for good. And and, and this is like a, a feedback, um, a constant feedback on, the, on our programs. And of course, that is letting Permigas to, to get better results on the program itself. Obviously, COVID-19 is changing the way we all work, live, and interact. How has it changed the way you're doing your job? And what do you think will be the lasting impacts that occur because of this pandemic as it relates to working in offices and just doing business? Well, this COVID pandemic is something that no one had it in mind before. It was unthinkable that this could have had happened, but happened. 
And of course, uh, when when we realized uh, last March of 2020 about the pandemic, we made uh, several decisions. First, we wanted to just ensure that our workers, our employees, to have a good health, just to protect them and to protect their families. So we decided to to organize uh, everybody to work home office and Promigas was uh, supplying and was supporting to have everybody in their homes, their computers, their chairs, their ergonomic chairs they use in the office, the modem, the internet, etc., to have a very good uh, communication. Second, our other target we have at the moment was to ensure that we were rendering a good uh, public service transmitting gas to all the industry, the commerce, and the, resi- and the residents in Colombia and Peru. As of today, after almost a year of this pandemic, I can say proudly that our service has been excellent. We haven't had any trauma. We haven't had any interruption at all. And that was the result of our plan just to, to have everybody working with a good communication as if as we were in our office, like normally. So the, the virtual work, I would say, has been outstanding the way we have done done that as of today. Last, we, we focused on the communities in Colombia, Peru. Colombia and Peru are countries where poverty is, is high, and there are communities where we take gas to, to some regions in Colombia and with a huge needs. And we, we decided to give our support by donations. So we decided to donate around $7 million, $6 million of that to Colombia and, our, and around $1 million to, to Peru, basically for three things. One, to the health, uh, let's say, employees, to have all the PPEs. Second, to support hospitals to buy uh, respirators and third, to, to buy and to support poor communities uh, by, by giving them uh, basic needs like food or clothes or whatever that they would need at home. So we decided to do that and, and in, in both countries, Colombia and Peru and, and everybody, those communities were very, very grateful with, with Promigas. This is part of what Promigas worked with communities in the past before not by giving those uh, high donations, but we are also part of those communities and we are just uh, trying to give uh, all of our support to them by, by offering works in projects or by helping kids uh, to learn by, by building schools, etc., etc. So those were like the, the main three things we decided. And since that moment, March of 2020, up up to now, we have still about uh, 65% of our employees working in home office. And then the the others who are coming to the office, we have uh, all the plan to to keep them protected, not to put them at risk of of getting infected. So all that bios, uh, safety by by uh, having all those guidance on health and uh, and all those checkups and everything, we just follow that in a very strict way. That's the new let's say word that we adjusted uh, our company, 
virtually and so far I would say we have been very very successful and we have a big hope that after we have now the the vaccine in the near future gradually we could come back again to the office uh, to work uh, uh, as, as it was the normal world before. Yeah, it's hard to believe it's been a year already. It's amazing. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it seems like so much longer in a lot of ways. It's be nice to get back out, hopefully soon. Well, I want to thank you again for taking time with us. I appreciate it, and I hope you stay well and safe until we can all get vaccinated and get back out into the world. So thank you very much, Eric. We appreciate it. Thank you for your invitation, Ben. It's been a pleasure just to be with you, and anytime you're more than welcome. We hope you enjoyed this episode. The Principled Podcast is brought to you by LRN. At LRN, our mission is to inspire principled performance in global organizations by helping them foster winning ethical cultures rooted in sustainable values. Please visit us at LRN.com to learn more. And if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And don't forget to leave us a review.